What's up, guys, and welcome back to the DualSense podcast. This is episode 53. We are officially over one year old now. I'm one of your co-hosts, Jason, and I'm joined, as always, by U.S. Laundry Company, a.k.a. <laughs> Travis. Travis, what's what's good this evening? I was reading this uh, top-secret CIA government UFO dossier they released today. Oh, yeah, yeah. It's classic. First of all, they don't know anything. No, of to, give you, to give you a synopsis, there was like, I forget how, I think it was like the last 20 years or so, there was 120 something UFOs. Mm-hmm. And 18 of them, they have no understanding of how a human of any kind could have made it happen. So, Great. so what, what I read was there's about 100 where they're like, oh, we could see how a human or a department of defense or an army could have came up with that that kind of movement or propulsion mm-hmm. or whatever. There's 18 where they're like, fuck if we know. So, which which is the bigger question. Is it more scary if it's aliens or if it's mm-hmm. just like the Chinese? Yeah, you and I have talked about this before about, yeah. you know, which is scarier. And I mean, the, the answer is I think it would be, for me, I think it would be scarier if it was like China and they had this, 100%. you know, when they had this thing that we it was so far beyond our comprehension. Like that's scary. Like if it's aliens, like there's nothing you can do about it. Like it's aliens. Like it's (laughs) yeah. They just intergalactically traveled over here. Like it, listen, even if we know it's them, it does. If they've traveled 75 million light years in two seconds, cause they bent the space time continuum. Like, Mm -hmm. I mean, thanks. I'm glad we have M4s, but it doesn't matter. Like that's over. If Mm -hmm. it's the Chinese, it's like, Oh, okay. Well, I guess now we're all, uh, Chinese citizens. Correct. <laughs> There's nothing we can do about that. <laughs> We're all communists, and we don't have access to the free internet anymore. So, welcome. Tough scene. There really is. Well, Travis, for the uninitiated, for the noobs here on the podcast, you and I get together each and every week to discuss all of the news and rumors, new game releases, and a little bit more in the world of PlayStation. We post new episodes every Monday on all of the usual podcast services around the world, as well as YouTube, where you can find our episodes every Monday as well, as well as uh, game streams and clips that we occasionally post. Our YouTube channel is The DualSense Podcast. And also, if you want to chat with us or engage with us, you can find us on Twitter at The DualSense Pod. We would love to hear from you. And without further ado, Travis, talk to me about what you've been playing in the past week. Uh, I played a little FIFA last night with Stevenage. Um, I really need a lot more youth squad guys. I'd forgotten that when you play with an English team, you really need two squads because mm. you play so many freaking games. And my guys aren't, when you have youth squad players, their stamina isn't high enough yet that you can play them like back to back, really. I mean, you can, but they just suck ass. So, like, there's a game I remember who I was playing like Exeter City and I had guys in their third game in a week and like I was I was having the hardest time. Like I couldn't <laughs> I couldn't move the ball. Like they're all dead and I was afraid to sprint because I was afraid they'd get hurt. I don't have any backups yet. It was a disaster. It is rough. But I think I won that one. Like one nothing. Like it was everything I could do and I finally got a goal. But other than that, let's see here. Um we did a lot of chivalry. Um I got mm-hmm. every class is level seven, so I've unlocked every single class within the class whatever you want to call it subclass there you go that's a word well on my way to a thousand arrows i think i'm at like 350 my favorite weapon so far is the executioner axe yeah it did dicks it does right right behind that is probably the sledgehammer Mm. both of them you can just hammer people like like heads will explode basically um and my favorite part with Executioner Axe is like, if you get into a situation where you know you're about to die, you can just pull the Hail Mary of, I'm going to do, I'm going to do a slash and I'm going to spin in a circle. Yes. And you, might, you might get three or four before you die. <laughs> you I, never know. I've done that. Yes. So it's great. I love that. It's a lot of fun. Um, 
the the swords aren't bad i unlocked the great sword finally unlocked that on the vanguard class i think or whichever one it is mm-hmm. uh, it, it's not bad it's good but like i've been playing with executioner x so much trying to get to level 10 to unlock this sword that like i have to rethink how to play because you don't have the reach you don't have the weight um the hitting power so um, i'd have to change my play style up a little bit for that but yeah, it's uh, we played that a lot. We did. Uh, we played. We played with Laundry USA Laundry Company a couple times. <laughs> like uh, very similar to John Cena's ball bag. Yes, yeah, so like last week. Who knows what we'll get this week? This is a good tradition that you've start. You're starting here. <laughs> Just a random dude we played with. Uh-huh. Um, and then we beat. Well, we finished our first playthrough of Operation Tango, which we live streamed. We live streamed the last one. I believe so, yeah. Okay, yeah. You might hear my wife on it because she came down here to tell me something. And then she was watching us play and thought it was holy. She loved it because, like, she could see, like, <laughs> there's a part on the live stream <laughs> where we have to we go to this panel and, like, I, 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 it pops up with instructions and you have to do these instructions. We both do. Mm-hmm. But some of them I can do, some of them you can do, and vice versa. Right. And I can't see what you're saying. So it'll say like, you know, one of 15 and then it might jump to four of 15 because you got three in a row that you can do by yourself. Yes. So you say, <laughs> you say press, was it you or me? It was said I press said, circle. I said press square yeah. to you. I, that, I, was, that was my instruction to tell you. And I, was saying, I don't, and I was saying, I don't have a square on my panel. I said, yeah, it's on your controller, asshole. <laughs> <laughs> <The> fucking moron. <laughs> oh, that was great. That's such a fun game. I, yeah, we had like two minutes and I was so frazzled because I was like, we had 15 seconds and I was like, I just got a square. What the fuck do you need me to do? <laughs> it really does get you frazzled. Like the simplest thing, like there's so much going on at times mm-hmm. and you're like, I, I tell you the easy thing, which is press square and you're like, square, there's no square. Like, yeah, it's yeah. too much. Yeah. It's if just, you said like, yeah, put the put the fan at level eighteen. I'm like, got it. That's easy. You know? Right. It's uh, it it shows you like why those game shows are so difficult. And they can ask you like, what's the capital of, of the country? And you're like, dude, I don't know right now because there's a million people watching. <laughs> yes. Yeah. I know what you mean. But anyway, that's about it. Yeah. Well, my my list is very similar. Like you said, we've been playing Chivalry two. I don't have all the classes to level seven like you do. I I have three at level eight and then i'm at level six on the archer so i'm close to having mm-hmm. all the subclasses unlocked i love that game so much i can't tell you how much i love that game and <laughs> it really it really makes me happy that the game is getting like above 90s you know nines out of tens mm-hmm. tens out of tens 90 pc gamer mm-hmm. gave it a 91 percent. so that that very much pleases me so one thing we never we've never talked about is the catapults um the yeah. trebuchets it's fucking outrageous <laughs> when, you, when you're on those levels with those things like mm-hmm. it looks like it looks like a goddamn bomb from over one <laughs> it does guys go flying like 50 or 100 feet in the air and it yeah it's a it's a, it's a disaster but and it, I, I need to get kills with that for that trophy you know but it's impossible almost to oh, get yeah. on it because somebody's always on it so i'll have to figure that out eventually but uh, also played Operation Tango, like you said, we finished our first playthrough, and so now we have to do the opposite, basically, to get the the platinum, which I think we both want to get. So, mm-hmm. uh, and then the last, well, almost the last thing I guess that I've been playing is Ratchet and Clank Rift Apart. Still, I played a little bit this evening before we're recording here. I, ha- I think I have two missions left. So I have maybe two, three hours left in the game to play. Probably not, maybe not even that much. So I'm almost done with it. Should definitely be done with it by this time next week. It's it's a really awesome game. It's very good. I would give it a 9 out of 10 right now. Mm-hmm. The only thing holding it back for me is glitches, believe it or not. I've had the game crash my PS5 and then had my save data corrupted at the same time <laughs> i've had things happen to me where i've like made jumps and then fell just fell through the map mm-hmm. and then instead of reloading it just black screened and crashed so there's all these weird kind of things that s- seem to revolve around loading for whatever reason so i have had a, a lot of glitches uh, nothing game breaking luckily the saved data was backed up pretty recently when mine corrupted 
Uh, but if you if you pull that, so that takes it down to a nine for me. But if you take that out of it, the combat is phenomenal with all of the weapons and the variety of the weapons. And I just have shit going everywhere. Like when I get into a, a fight, I'm using like everything, which is awesome. And then the story is is fun and funny at times. And then the characters are uh, endearing. I mean, the game's got a lot of heart. Um, it's a it's a neat little game. It's good. I get the feeling that. You, I, we could talk about this in depth after you beat it, but I get the mm-hmm. feeling that you don't love it, love it. Like you don't talk about it the way you talk about games that you love. Like you don't talk yeah. about it the way you talked about Returnal. I what I would say to that is it's like I said, it's a very it's a really good game. But like I'm not, I don't think I'm a Ratchet guy. You know what I'm saying? Like this is <laughs> only the second Ratchet game that I've played, and it is an excellent game. But I don't know that I'll play the next one, assuming that they make another one. I mean, really, the main reason I'm playing this one is because it's a launch window game and there's really not a whole lot else to play in terms of, you know, single player stuff, you know, when me and you aren't playing things. So um, and then I felt like I needed to play it, too, because this was kind of like one of the true like next gen PS5 games, you know, but Mm -hmm. I don't know if I'll play the next one. Maybe, Maybe I will. Maybe I won't. But it's different for me. Like, I typically don't play games like this, like ratchet or like that knack game or you know sly cooper or whatever like those types of games like you know uh what i would call like not creature ca- games yeah like a- like animated and like whatever cartoony type of games whatever you want to call it, like younger games but there is a there is adult humor uh, in the game like it is definitely a game for all ages i would say for instance i was playing earlier and one of the characters made a joke about how uh, somebody get out the lemonade. We're going to get crazy tonight, you know, or something like that. <laughs> like, I don't know. I kind of chuckled a little bit. And then there's a character named Skid McMarks and stuff like that. So, Well, part of the reason you don't like it is because it, there's some humor in it and you don't want to be happy. No, I hate being happy and I hate laughing. So that really, that really, really grinds my gears. But uh, anyway, and then really the the last thing here that I just dabbled in a little bit this week is Rayman Origins again on the Vita. Um, just had a little bit of time this week, so I played that for a few few minutes here and there. And it's just a it's a awesome platformer, and the art style is really cool. So anyway, that's pretty much it. So with that, let's get into the news here. And it's definitely not as busy or as big of a news week, I would say, Travis, as we've had. It's it somewhat, in a way, seems a little bit like the calm before the storm, mm-hmm. possibly a. PlayStation Showcase, but we'll see. So let's jump in here. Number one, Blue Box Game Studios and abandoned game director Hassan Karaman shared a 40-second video on Twitter this week to prove that he was a real person and not an actor hired by Hideo Kojima. And he also stated that he hopes to host a Q&A soon for fans. This came on the heels of the trailer's app being delayed from Tuesday to Friday due to localization issues. Karaman also gave an interview to Bloomberg's Jason Schreier this week, who, in his own words, came away with more questions than answers. Later in the week, the founder of Noir Studio, one of the outsourced studios working on Abandoned, allegedly, shared a video as well to prove that they are real people working on a real project. And finally, on Friday, the game director for Abandoned, Mr. Hassan Karaman, posted a video on the game's Twitter page announcing that the PS5 app had been delayed to August after running into unexpected bugs and localization issues. So, this is the latest in the mm-hmm. saga that we discussed last week. What do you what do you think about this? Well, just off the off the bat, I want to say one of your better episode titles here. You enjoy that? Yes, yeah, one one of the top ten for me. I really enjoyed it. Um, this thing is all over the place. I texted you guys earlier and told told you that this was just a huge waste of my life. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, that's more of an annoyance that it's gotten delayed until base for basically a month. Like it just seems my, my head tells me these unexpected bugs are PlayStation telling them not to put it out yet for whatever reason. Mm. That was, that's what I'm thinking in my head, but I don't really have a good reason because you know, Tuesday to Friday would imply there's bugs that we, that we can tweak them, but six to eight weeks out of a delay it implies a much bigger issue. So I don't know yeah. what changed from Tuesday to today. So that makes me think somebody maybe told them not to do it. That That's what my gut says. Mm. To the Jason Schreier interview, a lot of people said he was basically 
you know, kind of what's the word I want to use softballing them. Like Mm -hmm. he wasn't really pushing the issue very much. It wasn't a great interview. It was kind of like clickbaity in a way. Mm -hmm. I get that. It's his job to do that though. So I don't really know if we can critique him too much. At the end of the day, this comes back to blue box and, you know, they kind of put themselves in this position. I, I, I don't, I thought maybe the scrutiny on Jason was a little bit unfair, but this is just it's still all over the place. Like the video that you show me that says you're a real person from either place. That doesn't, that doesn't mean anything. Anybody can do that. It could be a deep fake for all I know. Yeah. Uh, the, the Q and a, I'm not sure what that will do because they don't want to, they obviously don't want to tell us what it is. So even if they did a Q and a, they're not going to tell us what we want to know. And I know Noir, I've read that Noir has done stuff on games I've played. So like yeah. that seems the most legitimate out of all of this. Right. It's just, it's just, it's a lot to me that Abandon just tweets out our game starts with an S and ends with an L and then it jumps straight into, we're in this huge rabbit hole and everything connects. Yeah. It just, it seemed like for a second we could see the matrix. Yeah. And then, and then I don't know where we are anymore. I don't know where we are. I have a few thoughts. Um, I, I'm kind of like you, like I feel a little bit fried with all of this because it's just been so much, but my first thought is that how do you delay this app for three days? Like you said, to your point, how do you delay it for three days? And then you come back in that three days and you delay it for two months. <laughs> how does that add up? And it really does. I mean, why did you think three days and then now it's two months? Okay. Mm-hmm. So to your point, like what's the real oh. story? Did somebody, did, did PlayStation say don't or whatever, but. They wouldn't let them crunch. <laughs> probably. So there's that, which is really odd to me. The other thoughts that I have are, we have the video, we have two videos now of Hassan, same guy. We have one of this guy from this French studio, Noir, who, like you said, has worked on like The Last of Us. They've worked on Death Stranding. You know, they've worked Mm -hmm. on big games as like, I think they work on art. Art for these games is what they do. That's just their thing. So there is that. So these, these appear to be real people. Okay. So then that leads to my third thought is that, and Jason Trier tweeted this earlier today. And is, are these real people? Is this, is this Hassan guy, a real guy who by some outrageous set of coincidences has taken advantage of that and turned that into, like I mentioned before, a marketing coup and yeah. turned, you know, a unknown indie PS5 exclusive horror game that had 3,000 followers on Twitter to now they have like over 33, you know, in a week and a half, basically two mm-hmm. weeks. Has he, has he, has he just playing us? Has he made a grave mistake in, in the way, what all these moves and things that he's been tweeting and saying, like, has he just been playing us and now he's, he's in over his head? It's very mm-hmm. possible. It's very possible. Or, or is this just more smoke and mirror, so to speak? And is there more to this? Either either way, no matter what happens at this point, this is one of the most bizarre video game <laughs> stories that I've ever seen. Right, it is. There's it's, nothing like it, really. No, I mean, it, to this extent. No, it's so bizarre. It's bizarre. Like literally, it has captivated <laughs> the video game world, especially the PlayStation world, and mm-hmm. it, it's just. It's been, I mean, it's still been fun to me. Like, I'm not upset either way, the, uh, either either way, but because I've enjoyed the ride, like I've been saying, but I'm telling you, man, either this, either there's way more to, to this, or this is going to be even more of a disaster than it already has been for, <laughs> for this guy and these, you know, mm-hmm. outsourced studios. But before we move on here, back to what we were talking about last week, and you and I were talking the other night on PlayStation, like, how can all these, I still can't reconcile how all, how all of these things line up with this game. All these coincidences, like, I just don't, I just don't get it, man. Like, mm-hmm. Netherlands flag and the Death Stranding thing. He's know. in the box, he's wearing blue. Like, it's just like. Yeah, the guy's initials are HK. His name translates to, translates to Hideo. They're always tweeting in the middle of the night in the Netherlands, but in the middle of the day in Japan. You know mm-hmm. what I'm saying? Like, I mean, is there, and then that's just, that's like surface level. Like right. I just, there's all this nuance to it. And how can every bit of that be coincidence? And then also how can this dude 
who's barely ever been able to make anything in the first place, <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Come up with yeah. all of this and then feed into this. Like, I just don't think that dude's that smart. I mean, no offense to Hassan Karam, but, but I just don't think he's that smart enough to, to have planned these things. And then the, the you know, I don't, I mean, he, maybe he's not planned, but I don't know what I'm trying to say, man, but this, it's nuts. I just don't, I don't know where I stand now. I want to believe that it's just a regular dude who has gotten in over his head and everybody fell for it. I want to believe that I do, mm-hmm. but it doesn't make sense. All the things we talked about last week, why did they get a PlayStation blog post? They've never made a game in their life. Like <laughs> why are they, how do they, how are they affording all these outsourced studios who, right. who clearly work on big games? It's not like they're outsourcing to like indie they studios. Would, they're outsourcing yeah. to AAA studios on AAA games. And like that money, the money they have, as you talked about, like seven studios with $150,000, that doesn't pay for them. No, there's, there's more, there's, I don't know. I just feel like me personally, there's more to this and I don't think we're done. And some people are speculating now that they're going to release this app or demo or whatever on the same date that they released PT, the Silent Hill demo Kojima did in August of 2014. Great. So we still have something else to hang on to. So now there's that theory now. There's that. Yeah. And then people think it's also going to line up with like a PlayStation showcase event. And they're just going to reveal it then in August or something like that. But well, if he's if if this is all a coincidence and he's just leaning into this, then he's done a great job and he should probably work for somebody bigger than that studio. Yeah. But to the point of it being a coincidence, there are a lot of coincidences. Like, isn't it amazing that the moon is the perfect size for a solar eclipse on Earth? Like, it's the perfect distance, the perfect size, Fair. the perfect angle on the perfect plane. Right. So, like, in, in some sense, it's not any crazier than that. True. But in the but it's just God. It's, it's you're asking a lot for it just to be nothing there. I think. I, yeah, I agree. So two more things about this before we move on here. The the first thing is that so the real wrench in all of this is that Jeff Grubb, the game's beat writer, he swears he is one hundred percent in that he has been told and he believes from sources that Hideo Kojima has is in negotiations with Xbox to develop and make a game exclusively for them. And he says that it's in early production, pre-production. So if that's the case, is he, could he possibly be making two games? One, yeah, for, one for PlayStation, one for Xbox, or is this not true? Or is he like making, I, I don't know. So there's that. Maybe this game is only for Xbox. It could maybe maybe it's multi-platform like it's going to come to well no it's a, it says ps5 exclusive i don't know so that's just a wrench if that is true and if people want to believe that this is kojima behind abandoned then that's certainly a wrench in the whole theory mm-hmm. the and then the last thing that i wanted to say was on a normal news week <laughs> this would not be the number one story that we lead off with and to your point about the title of the show, I'm calling this show Abandoned by Silent Sony. And it's because, for God's sake, we need Sony <laughs> to save us and give us a showcase so that we're not latching on to the shit like this and, <laughs> you know, making it hard on this poor bastard who might really just be one guy trying to make an indie game. You know, <laughs> if, if there was other stuff to look forward to, we wouldn't even be talking about this, possibly. So. We need we need Sony to save us and quit quit being silent. I feel very abandoned by Sony. Number two, speculation surfaced this week that Ghost of Tsushima may be heading to PC soon, as Sony updated the game's retail box art to remove the only on PlayStation tagline of the of the PS4 release. The same tagline was historically removed from both Horizon Zero Dawn and Days Gone before they were ported to PC as well. It's worth noting that Sony seems to have abandoned the only on PlayStation tagline altogether, as it does not appear on PS5 game box art either. Later in the week, a separate rumor also surfaced that a new standalone expansion for Ghost of Tsushima called Ghost of Akishima is in development. Website Push Square reported that the rumor reported the rumors, which claimed that the expansion will take place on the islands of Iki, south of Tsushima, south of Tsushima. And is on track to launch later this year. So, what are your, what are you, what's your take on any of this here? Well, it's it's definitely going to PC. 
that's that's not a question. It's following the same pattern like you talked about of of uh, Horizon Zero Dawn and Days Gone. Um, <laughs> nice run. Yeah, there was there was pictures or screenshots today on Twitter of uh, Shishima Island in the snow. I don't know if you saw those. No, I did not. They looked awesome. I mean, it seems like there's if Push Square is reporting this, I don't really know if we can call it a rumor. It seems like it's more of a what, what, is there something that could be more than a rumor, but less than it's actually happening? Is there something in there in the <laughs> middle there? Like, I feel like we're rolling down the hill at this thing pretty quickly because I, I know that, that they had talked about in the past, like, you know, hey, we're doing the multiplayer thing and there'll be some DLC later. Well, this will be the later DLC. So all of that lines up and I'm, I'm for it. I just, I wonder. I, I don't know if I didn't understand if, if the snow screenshots I saw were this new. DLC, or if it was in the game, I, I don't, I don't know. I didn't understand. I didn't really read a whole lot about it. I was just looking at the pictures. Yeah. Well, the game is definitely coming to PC, in my opinion. You know, we, I, I was of the belief that the, that the next one would be Uncharted Four, based on the stuff that we talked about a few weeks ago. But I can definitely see Ghost of Tsushima coming uh, there as well. But it, it does seem a little soon. It's only a year old, so I don't, I don't, I feel like the kind of playbook has been like a couple of years out before sony's put things on pc but you know maybe they're maybe they're going to accelerate that so we'll see but i think that's pretty much going to happen it's just a matter of when and then as far as the rumors on the expansion i really i really have no idea i i could see them doing that but i also feel like it it doesn't need it because i mean they did the multiplayer thing and i feel like you can kind of just let that ride off into the sunset you know um, just, mm-hmm. just let the game come to PC, get some new players, new eyes on it, and then just move on to Ghost of Tsushima 2. And I feel like if, by doing an expansion like this, mm-hmm. you take away a possibility for a sequel, like a location or whatever, a storyline right. or setting for a sequel. You know what I'm saying? Like, I don't, I don't know why you would want to do this, but I guess we'll see. Number three, Ratchet and Clank Rift Apart and Spider-Man Miles Morales developer Insomniac Games announced on Thursday that they are hiring for several positions related to a new multiplayer project, Travis. The job openings include a creative director, multiplayer systems designer, story lead, art director, and visual effects artist. Insomniac Games has anchored the launch of the PS5 with the excellent titles Miles Miles Morales and Rift Apart, neither of which have multiplayer components and are widely assumed to be in development on a proper Spider-Man sequel in addition to this new project. Hmm. Thoughts? So we're getting um, Spider-Man Rift Apart. I think it's a nice combo <laughs> that we're going to put together. <laughs> uh, yeah, so the proper Spider-Man sequel, we've I think we've all assumed that was coming mm-hmm. from the jump that they kind of threw, to threw together, I'd put it in air quotes, Miles Morales for the, for the um, launch. Uh, but the new title... I'm interested in the new multiplayer project. I'm curious, is it going to be an open world sandbox multiplayer? Is it going to be like a legitimate, awesome single player mode with a multiplayer that's kind of like Uncharted or Ghost of Tsushima where like it's enjoyable, but people don't really play it. Mm -hmm. I kind of wonder where where they're going with this because I don't think it's going to be, I think a lot of people when they think multiplayer now, they think of Fortnite or Call of Duty, you know, multiplayer could be, uh, you know, Ratchet and Clank like but we're doing co-op or you know squads or something like that you know there's different ways they could take it so i guess it depends on the type or what the game actually is at at a baseline you know we don't really have enough to speculate too much other than they should get greenlit based off of ratchet and clank and spider-man they should get greenlit on a new project yeah there's there should be no question they've really buoyed the ps5 not to mention i didn't mention it here but they did a remastered version of the original spider-man or oh, PS5. Yeah. So if you want to look at it and call it three games, you could. I am really hoping that this is a resistance game. I told you it was Splinter Cell earlier. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you did. Uh resistance would bringing that back, rebooting that series, making it a multiplayer game, you know, even if it's single player with or a campaign with multiplayer or whatever would be awesome. I would like to play Resistance like in the Division model. I think that'd be fun. Yeah, um, but I really still want the trilogy remastered or, uh, and put on PS5 as well, so I can play those. But uh, who knows? This is this is exciting. I mean, these guys are on fire right now. So 
anything that they touch is turns to gold at the moment and having them doing something a little bit different from single player kind of comic book style, you know, especially Spider-Man, but then like we're talking about animated with Rift, uh, Ratchet and Clank. So seeing them doing something like this is exciting. And then the other big thing I think that we need to point out with this is that I think in my opinion, this could be confirmation of what we've been talking about on here several times that I think all of the first party PlayStation studios are working on a minimum of two games and some mm-hmm. are working on three because I think so all of these positions that they're hiring, they're starting from scratch. They are hiring a creative director to lead a new team on this game and then a story lead an art director. I mean, those are like top level positions on a team for a project for a game. So this isn't like they're, this is, I think in my opinion, this is a totally new team. So I think they're going to have three teams. I think they're going to have the Spider-Man team. They're going to have the Ratchet team. And I think they're going to have this multiplayer game. They're going to have three games being made. And I think it's that way at Naughty Dog. And I wouldn't be surprised if it's, if it's that way at some of the other ones as well. But to me, this reads like there are three games in development or three teams at Insomniac. So I think that's where instead of Sony going out and buying new studios, I think they're just going to, like they've said, they're going to grow their studios organically and just hire more people and make more teams, you know, rent a new office building, whatever. Number four, Sony Interactive Entertainment President and CEO Jim Ryan shed some insight on PlayStation stance on growing PlayStation Studios. Here we go. Ryan told Axios, quote, nurturing creative talent is not as simple as throwing money at it. You must also you also must give them the freedom to be creative, to take risks, and to come up with new ideas. We want first party developers to use our hardware as their creative palette. End quote. Ryan also spoke in regards to PlayStation Studios releasing or releases, I should say, coming to PS5 and said, quote, If games like Marvel, Spider Man, Miles Morales, Returnal, and Ratchet and Clank Rift Apart are examples of what developers can achieve in the first six months of the PS5, just imagine what we will see in year two or three, end quote. What do you think? One of the major problems with Jim Ryan that nobody really talks about is he has two first names, and it's really hard to trust somebody with two first names. It's just... Fair. <laughs> Fair. There's something about it. Like, are you a Jim or are you a Ryan? You, get, you have both of the personalities. I need you to pick one. On, on the first quote there about nurturing creative talent, that's right. That's 100% true. You want to, especially with creative people, they can be all over the place. Um, throwing money at creative people doesn't always do anything really for them. A lot of the creative people I know don't even pay attention to money, which is interesting. So <laughs> yeah, so he's right there. The The issue I take is is the second quote here. And, and to bring a little rain cloud over this, like on one hand, yeah, the three games he mentioned are great. And yes, they did those in the first six months, but they're also the only three games. So to come out and say, well, imagine what it'll be in year two or three, it's kind of like, well, we haven't heard shit about year two or three, have we? That's you fair. haven't done a showcase. You haven't told us anything. You know, there's all these rumors. You've pushed back Gran Turismo because you needed to make it a, a multi-generation game. Um, we don't know what's going on with Thor. Thor, uh, you know what I mean? Uh, we don't know what's going on with God of War. <laughs> Isn't there a Thor Ragnarok? Isn't that a thing? Yeah, yeah whatever anyway (laughs) fuck off so my point is is like the whole second sentence the whole second quote there is just a bunch of smoke he's blowing up everybody's ass trying to make him say like look how great we are and there's going to be more to come well is there because you know it's a fair question it's a fair criticism of playstation especially after what microsoft showed us it's a fair criticism to ask where is it and what is it because they're not telling us or doing anything it, all we hear is well, they're working on 25 games. Like, okay. Like I can say things too out loud. Like, <laughs> I, I don't know. It's just, I'm just, I'm tired of these type of quotes. Like I don't fucking care. Yeah. That means nothing to me. And the first quote, yeah, that's a philosophy and that's nice. And that makes sense. But again, mm-hmm. even that it's just a bunch of ph- philosophical bullshit that doesn't really mean anything. So yeah, you know, whatever, Jim, stop talking and get it done. I think that's well said. I, I don't think I could have said it any better myself. I, the only thing really I'll add is that what I was mentioning earlier, I think that they are not of the mind that they want to buy studios like Bethesda or whoever, not saying that they won't, but I think they would much rather 
spend their hundred whatever million they said they were going to spend this year just hiring more people, buying more office space, and just adding teams at these studios they already have, which I I can't I don't think that's a bad idea. I think that's actually a really good idea. Just I, have, I agree with that. Yeah, just have two team, two at minimum, maybe three teams at some of these studios and just start cranking them out. You know, fuck it. Like I think that's a great idea. Are you going to do better than Naughty Dog and Insomniac and, you know, Sony Santa Monica and Polyphony? <laughs> like, yeah, Sucker Bunch and Polyphony? Like, probably not. So uh, then to your other point about the games, I totally agree. Like, think about this. We don't know, now that Ratchet and Clank is out, we don't know what the next PS5 exclusive Sony first party game is. We don't know. Because right. Horizon's coming to PS4, God of War's coming to PS4, Gran Turismo's coming to PS4. We don't know. They haven't said. And we don't know anything that's coming beyond 2022. We know God of War. We know Gran Turismo, possibly Horizon. But beyond that, we don't know anything. We don't know shit, to your point. So it's it's time, like you said. Number five, Travis. New information on Battlefield 2042 emerged this week, courtesy of everyone's favorite Battlefield leaker, Tom Henderson. According to Mr. Henderson, the currently unannounced game mode that has been described as a love letter to Battlefield fans is called Battlefield Hub, and it is a sandbox experience where players can use weapons and vehicles from across past Battlefield titles on classic remastered maps running on the new game engine. The other unannounced element of the game is the rumored free-to-play portion, which Henderson says is called Hazard Zone. He also claims it is not a Battle Royale-style mode, but rather is similar to PC game Escape from Tarkov playable with up to 100 players or AI bots. We now await confirmation of these rumors at the EA Play Live event on July 22nd. Any thoughts? So is Battlefield, I just realized this, is, is Battlefield the title 2042? Is that an ode to 1942? I just never put that together until now. I don't know. Isn't there, isn't there a Battlefield called 2043? Or am I making that up? Is, I think there is. Let me look this up. Is there a Battlefield 2043? I don't know. I just remember 1942 because we were like out on that island. Yeah, we were in the ocean blue. Well, I think I think Battlefield Hub sounds pretty interesting. Uh, I know. Can you imagine playing like some of those uh, Battlefield One maps? Like we're out in the sand, and the guy's like an Abrams, or there's an attack helicopter, or you know, like there's a lot of weird stuff that could happen on these maps that I think will be a lot of fun to play around with. You know, but is is the hub? You know, is it built out like this hazard zone? where there's AI bots and players, or is it just players? You know, that would be my next question about that. Mm-hmm. The hazard zone reminds me of, of, what is it that we used to play on Call of Duty where we play with like the four of us and then we'd play all the bots? Oh, uh, like extraction or something like that. That's not what it was called. Uh, like spec ops or whatever. Yeah. It reminds me of spec ops. Like if you can play it with a bunch of AI bots, to me, it's just spec ops. Yeah, it's not any different. You know, if you're playing it with players and bots, then yeah, it is like Tarkov. You know, that, and that could be interesting. You know, a Battlefield version of playing the terrorist version of uh, Rainbow Six, like that would be cool. But you know, that that's probably not what we're getting. But right. Anyway, I think the hub sounds interesting and novel. I'm just I'm not sure the kind of legs it will have on either of these. Really, I'm not sure the type of legs they'll have after launch. So the there's a Battlefield 1943 that came out in July of 2009. That's what I'm thinking of. There's also a Battlefield 2142 that came uh, out in 2006. And then there was, like you said, a Battlefield 1942 was the original one. Came out in 2002. So we've gone, there's, there are now iterations every hundred years apart. 1942, 2042, 2142. So I, I, I actually am kind of interested in in both of these they both sound really cool to me being able to go up against all the different tanks and everything and i don't know it sounds kind of fun if they can pull it off i don't know how you implement I me mean, obviously it seems like there's some natural advantage there you know if you have an m16 and you're taking on a guy in a with a whatever a m1 grand seems pretty uneven but maybe not and then uh, the other thing with the hazard zone i I don't know anything about Escape from Tarkov. I might have to look that up. Maybe it's kind of like, what's that game? Enlisted. Uh, no, maybe it's kind of like, remember that uh, that Vigor? Uh, Vigor? Remember that vi- free-to-play game called Vigor that we played? Yeah, I remember that Vigor, yeah. Yeah, 
I feel like I feel like it might be similar to that where you like are in some type of like contaminated area and you're trying to survive or whatever. I don't know. We'll see. But can't wait for July 22nd. Number six, PlayStation released the most played PlayStation Now games between March 1st and June 1st. And on PS4 and PS5, the top downloaded PS Now games were played games, I should say, were Marvel's Avengers, Horizon Zero Dawn, Call of Duty Black Ops 3, F1 2020, there you go, and WWE 2K19. On PC, the most played PlayStation Now games were Bloodborne, Horizon Zero Dawn, The Last of Us, Marvel's Avengers, and Detroit Become Human. Any thoughts? It's pretty wild that Marvel's is number one. I know. Um, I, you know, I guess moving it to free-to-play or whatever you want to call it is, is a good model for that game. Maybe they should have tried that from the beginning. But I'd like to see if they're making any money off of these in-game purchases or if it's just, you know... Doubt. You know, it, it, it just is what it is at this point. Yeah. Is WWE 2K19, is that the broken one? Yeah, that was the one that caused them to cancel the next one. I wonder if people are just playing it to see what kind of shit goes on. Maybe. Uh, that would be amazing if it was. But anyway, yeah, I mean, F1, I feel like F1 always kind of spikes at this time of year because the new one's coming out in a month or two. So mm. if you if you throw that the older one on PS Now, if you, if you throw the older version of these cyclical sport games, you know, uh, towards the end on PS Now, I feel like you get a lot of downloads. Mm-hmm. Probably if they did it to FIFA, it'd probably pop up there too. So yeah. Uh, but yeah, that's really about it. It all pops out to me. Yeah, I don't have much to add. I think the PC list is really more interesting than the console list. Um, they they really love those first party exclusive uh and well first and second party exclusive games on PC there Bloodborne Horizon The Last of Us Detroit so it's also the this is also interesting that we're going to now this is now a stat that Sony's going to give kind of like the like the uh, PlayStation Store most downloaded I guess we're going to start getting PlayStation Now most downloaded <laughs> right this is going to how they this is how they're going to start pimping it now number 7 we also have several news nuggets here Travis feel free to join me as always First nugget, in their latest shareholders meeting, Sony CEO Kenichiro Yoshida announced that the company plans to sell 22.6 million PS5 systems per year once supply goals have been met. This would put PS5 on pace to be Sony's best-selling home console ever. It's incredible. 22 million is hard to imagine. really is. That's incredible. Games beat writer Jeff Grubb hinted, hinted this week that EA will reveal a new Dead Space game at its EA Play event on July 22nd. Eurogamer and Gamatsu both later corroborated the rumor. I don't remember what Dead Space is. Oh, it's scary as hell. It's where you're like a space engineer and you like cut aliens apart with like a laser, mm-hmm. like limb from limb and yeah, scary. What you mean, like they're on an autopsy table? Because I could deal with that. No, like you're walking through a space station and they fall out of a vent. Oh, and God, then, it's like fucking alien. Yeah, and then to slow them oh. down, you have to like cut their legs off with this laser. And Great. yeah, cool. it's awful. What a cool game, guys. People love it, it's, but it's awful. I'm scared. Oh, I mean, I could, I could see the appeal of it, but no. <laughs> yeah, it looks like I don't want game. to be scared. I don't understand. Well, that's a thing people <laughs> want to experience. Like, I don't want to be hungry either. I'm scared. Next nugget, website Push Square reported that point-and-click adventure game The Procession to Calvary will launch sometime shortly after July 2nd. Are we proceeding to the, the city of Calvary, or are we riding on horses? We are. That's pre- Calgary. Fuck. <laughs> oh, never change. Never change. Go to number four. <laughs> <laughs> Next nugget, Sony Interactive Entertainment President Jim Ryan told Axios that the number of games that support crossplay on PlayStation will continue to grow after Sony has come under fire lately for its seeming abrasiveness for crossplay support. Madden NFL 22 will feature a rebuilt franchise mode with new features like staff management and skill trees, improved weekly strategies, and unique storylines based on your personal playthrough. In addition, EA now has a team dedicated to live updates for franchise mode. Well, I like the team dedicated for live updates. I wish um, we could see that on 2K. That would be amazing. I feel like that the franchise guys are finally getting some attention here because like every other sports game, nobody pays attention to career mode or franchise mode at all. So, you know, a skill tree that we know we saw skill trees on NCAA football 14. You know, it's not unheard of. They just don't do it. 
you know, they had all the features there and they just don't do it. I'm pretty sure on some of the older Maddens, they had something based off of uh, like that. I mean, staff yeah, management yeah. is fucking basic, guys. Like, <laughs> right. Anyway. anyway. <laughs> yeah. I mean, people were excited. Madden players were excited about this this week. And this was the first thing that they showed off about Madden 22. So I guess that's a good sign. But like you said, these are some things that other franchises have had for a long time. But I guess it's hopeful. Uh, it makes me more hopeful, honestly, because I don't care about Madden, but it makes me more hopeful for the the new NCAA football game in mm-hmm. a couple of years. Which, which could be maybe they'll maybe they'll tease all this out with Madden, so it'll be an easy kind of fit in. I assume that the new NCAA football will have the same engine like they used to do, where they copied, you know, they took whatever mm-hmm. engine Madden was on and they had the same stuff. Right. Next nugget here, Travis, a new free update to April PlayStation Plus game Zombie Army 4 Dead War will add the original Left 4 Dead cast as playable characters in the game. Kingdoms of Amalur Re-Reckoning can now be played at native 4K via backwards compatibility on the PS5. Thanks to patch 1.08, which also fixed various glitches. Have you have you seen Monty Python? Uh, it's been a long time. Oh, okay. Well, I just... I pictured that because it's called re-reckoning. So I pictured these knights outside of a outside of a castle. They attack and get repelled, and then they they announce that it's the re-reckoning. We're coming again. <laughs> we we got a nice update. We're coming back. That's good. PS4 received firmware update eight point five two this week, Travis. Which you guessed it improves system performance. Luminous Productions, the developer of upcoming PS5 exclusive Forspoken, claimed this week that their goal is to, quote, achieve the highest quality visuals ever seen in an, op- in an open world game, end quote. We'll see. Yeah. PlayStation Studio Media Molecule announced a collaboration with Mercedes-Benz to create a playable level in the creation game slash engine. I hate it. I, I don't get it. Whatever. Get the fuck out of here. Sony is celebrating Pride Month with a number of PlayStation incentives, Travis, including a curated list of over 50 PS5 and PS4 games featuring LGBTQ plus characters, themes, and experiences. There is also a free PS4 Pride theme available for download right now. What, what are the uh, Don't LG, What are the LGBTQ experiences you can have? Uh, I'm just I'm curious. What does that mean? I don't know. Like, I mean, that's you, you get to meet some people. Uh, you know, there are games out there that are based on an LGBTQ plus. Well, this football player just came out as gay, so that, they could put Madden on there now. Oh, who is that? Travis Kelsey? <laughs> no, it was uh, some guy that plays for the Raiders. Oh. And then the next day, his jersey was the highest selling jersey in the NFL. Really? Hmm. Yeah, so I think more of them should come out as gay. <laughs> that's funny. Yeah, that's funny because he probably won't be on the team anymore. He's probably like he's probably like the long snapper or something. You know right. What I mean? Yeah. Maybe he came out to try to keep his spot. But anyway, just let me know if you guys know what the experiences are. Let me know. Like, does Sony take you to a gay bar? Like, what what happens? Just let me know. <laughs> also, Travis, popular physics based platformer Human Fall Flat, which looks like Gang Beast. Uh, by the yes. way, uh, it's always intrigued me. Uh, came natively to PS5 this week, and PS4 owners of the game can upgrade for free. Publisher Focus Home Interactive announced that the PS5 version of their cult hit RPG, Greedfall, will release on June 30th with a free PS4 to PS5 upgrade. The next-gen upgrade features native 4K and quicker load times, as well as a 60 frames per second performance mode. I'm really interested in checking this one out. I claimed it when it was a free PS Plus game a few months ago, and if you guys always claim your games, you should have this. It should get the free upgrade. A PS5 version of Kerbal Space Program, or Kerbal, I don't know how you say that, Space Program Enhanced Edition is currently in development and planned to release this year. PS4 owners will also get a free upgrade for this one as well. Pro Evolution Soccer 2022 will be announced on July 21st, according to publisher Konami, and an open beta test release on PS4 and PS5 on Thursday called New Football Game. What the hell are they doing? I love Why it. Why can't they call it Pez 2022 beta? Yeah. Why can't they do a new football game? It's like God. Gee, super yeah, game. But then, but then, yeah, but then they'll name something like uh, Euro Dreams of Sushi times two Apex Legends game. My God, you know what I no, mean? no kidding. Yeah, I mean no kidding. Like, uh, new whatever. football game. Okay, guys, that's what it is, man. 
Also, unfinished Atari Jaguar, Jaguar, full motion video game American Hero will release on consoles later this year. What's that, what, does that, what does any of that mean? What is? We do this every time, and I love this. What is untrained, unfinished Atari? You know, Atari, Atari Jaguar is a video game console. And they never. What's a full motion video game? We do this every time. <laughs> Please tell me you're not serious. Is that, is that where you like run in place and spin around in circles? <laughs> oh wow! No, this is the, this is the ones that have like the real actors in it. You know. <laughs> oh, sorry. I was thinking like you had your, v, your VR on. And you would run around in this thing like on that Gerard Butler movie. Oh, this is so good. We do this yeah. every time. This sounds fucking gay. I'll say that right now. Sorry, I can't say that anymore. This sounds fucking LGBTQ+. <laughs> uh, what is Pride Month? Oh, yeah. wow. Whatever. Guys. I love that. We do that every time. What's a full motion video game? <laughs> well, the, you, the three words in front of it just throw me off you, the scent. You better, Unfinished. Ask, you better ask me the next time what that means. <laughs> Japanese RPG Neo: The World Ends with You received a free demo on PS4 today. It's called It's called New Game. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, also, website PlayStation Lifestyle reported that Obsidian Entertainment veteran composer Justin Bell has joined PlayStation Studios as supervising sound designer. Designer. <laughs> Designer. Tekken, Tekken series director Katsuhiro Harada. God, I'm so good at this shit. Revealed on his recent <laughs> YouTube show that the new Tekken X Street Fighter project has been... Well, I mean, what the fuck? Has, has been shelved for now? Hold on. Hold on. You nailed Katsuhiro Harada, but struggled with X. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's fair. When you start when you start typing in English, I can't read it. What the fuck is this letter? <laughs> oh man. See, I erased X from my from my memory after all this <laughs> UFO shit. Also, the Death Stranding director's cut has been rated by the ESRB and only for PS5, which means that a release is not very far off. A new leak from notable Warner Brothers Games insider James Sigfield indicates that a third-person open-world AAA Superman game <laughs> is in development at Warner Brothers Games Montreal, who is also developing the upcoming Gotham Knights. It's interesting. I don't know if that I would play a Superman game, but I like I played one back in the day on like N64. Yeah, no, remember because it was like janky as hell. It really was, yeah. Real janky, but I feel like that's true. I feel like that existed. Also, Sony has filed a patent for a new notification management system for the PS5's user interface, which would prioritize notifications in the context of the user's activity. So what do you mean? So like if I'm playing a game, it's not going to tell me Netflix updated? Right. Yeah, it's going to tell you that Travis started playing Chivalry 2. You know, yeah, so like if I'm watching Netflix, it's not going to tell me the game. It's not going to continually interrupt my show. Yeah, that's the way I take it. Okay. Crossplay arrived on Overwatch this week, and players can now play together across PlayStation, Xbox, Nintendo, and PC Master Race. Sony is adding three new PS4 tournament events to the open series of PlayStation tournaments for Tekken 7, Guilty Gear Strive, and Auto Chess. Website PlayStation Universe reported that Farming Simulator 22 will launch on PS4 and PS5 on November 22nd. FIFA 22 details leaked this week as well, including the game's logo and playable teams available in a beta version that is apparently forthcoming. New football game. <laughs> also a new football game. Naraka Blade Point, the multiplayer melee fighting game, is aiming to release on PlayStation by the end of this year, according to developer 24 Entertainment. And we received confirmation that PlayStation Studio Guerrilla Games is working on another project this week. A LinkedIn profile for Simon LaRouche, or LaRouche, who is a game director on the unannounced title, reveals that he has been working on the project since 2018. So this must be the other game that we have assumed that they've been making for a right. long time that we assume is a shooter because they hired the Rainbow Six Siege director, game director a couple years ago. So this must be... Um, that game as well. Haven Studios, the developer who recently signed a second party partnership with PlayStation, have listed jobs for multiplayer and live service positions. So we're, PlayStation's getting all kinds of multiplayer games in the future. 
And likewise, former PlayStation exclusive partner Quantic Dream, the developers of Heavy Rain, Travis's favorite, and Detroit Become Human have listed job postings pertaining to competitive multiplayer and microtransactions. How wow. would you do a competitive multiplayer with their history of games? That doesn't I, even make sense. That is really left field for them. I don't know yeah. what they're doing. How would the that None of that really goes. I don't care. All right, we'll see. They can't be making the same type of game is all I can guess. Can't be. No. Or, all right, polyphony. Can't put, your, put your pants back on. <laughs> Website Gamatsu reported that the Australian Classification Board has rated the Castlevania Advance Collection suggesting that publisher Konami plans to release a collection of the Castlevania games that were originally released for Game Boy Advance, including Circle of the Moon, Harmony of Dissonance, and Aria of Sorrow. Japanese fighting game Melty Blood Type Lumen <laughs> will launch on PS4 on September 30th. That's a good name. I really like that one. <laughs> Melty Blood. Narrative adventure game Lost at Sea will launch on PS5 on July 15th. I watched some stuff about Lost at Sea. It made my feet feel like they weren't connected to my legs. <laughs> what does that mean? <laughs> what does that mean? <laughs> I don't know. Like he was just a, he was he was lost at sea, and I just felt like my feet weren't there. Uh, I don't really know how to explain it other than that. What do you wow. mean? That's you ever felt like that before? <laughs> I can't say that I have. That's you, ever, <laughs> you ever felt like the bottom of your feet were like cloudy or like floaty? Uh huh. Uh, you mean like, a, me. like you mean like I sat crisscross applesauce too long and I couldn't feel them anymore? Oh, they don't really tingle. It's it's more like it's just not there. Like uh, you ever like you've been on a plane before and you're kind of you know like your feet kind of float up on a roller coaster. Uh, okay, yeah, okay. like that. Like I get that feeling on planes sometimes wow. too. Like, so it sounds like you need to play this game. I don't know. I like feeling my feet. You better be careful. You might lose the feeling of your feet, but you might come on yourself. <laughs> How'd you know? <laughs> It's the only way you can. Only way you can is when you can't feel your feet. Mm-hmm. Uh, side-scrolling adventure game, Guild of Dark Still has been canceled on PS4. Well, god damn it! <laughs> <laughs> no, I definitely can't come. Uh, <laughs> you're gonna need that Lost at Sea game. <laughs> oh, the PS5 mm-hmm. version of the PS5 version of Sniper Ghost Warrior Contracts Two will release on August 24th for 39.99 after they finished out their figured out their uh, technical problems, whatever they were. Also, sci-fi survival horror RPG, which we talk about every week at this point, Chernobyl <laughs> Light will get a physical edition alongside its digital launch on PS4 later this year, I believe July 28th, if I remember correctly. Co-op third-person survival shooter Aliens Fireteam Elite will launch on PS4 and PS5 on August 24th for $39.99 as well. Everything's $39.99 on August 24th. And I want you guys to know that Travis refuses to play this game with me. What? This Aliens Fireteam game. The, the video you sent me? Fuck that. Okay. <laughs> it's just like what you explained about Dead Space. The guy was walking <laughs> and there was 35 of them instead of one. <laughs> and they were moving. They were organized in packs like the fucking raptors from Jurassic Park. And they were like, no. Yeah. <laughs> but we do it together. It'd be, it'll be fine. I'll be right but there we with do you. It to, we could also do cocaine together. And it's still not a good <laughs> idea. Uh, fair. For forty dollars, I'll tell you what. If it gets down to twenty, I'll think about it. Okay, you let me know when it's on sale. Okay. Speaking of Outriders, is thirty eight dollars right now. Just just eight more dollars away from our price target. Hey, people! People might like it if if we played a scary game together and they could they could hear me get scared. That's entertainment. You enjoy it more than anything. I mean, when you screamed in my ear that time playing Fallout, that was. That was something else. I was like, what's, I said, what's, what's wrong? You said there's like a mosquito that came out of the ground. I'm like, my God, that's not even the worst of it. Uh, you want to talk about not being able to feel my feet? That was one of them. <laughs> oh, Did boy. you spell aliens right? Yeah. How am I supposed to spell it? There's no C, so I guess the I is before E, isn't it? Yeah. <laughs> also, publisher Sega or Sega or Sega will release Demon Slayer, Kimetsu no Yeba, the Hinokami Chronicles <laughs> on October 15th for, PS, I mean. for PS4 yeah. and PS5. That's a perfect example. They know how to name games. They don't need to call it new football game. Jesus Christ. There are way too many syllables in that. Just, ugh. Do you okay. think in like Japanese it's just like one it's just like one symbol and it makes probably. a lot more sense? Yeah, probably. 
Cotton Reboot, a remastered version of a shoot 'em up game, Cotton Fantastic Night Dreams, will <laughs> release on PS4 on July 20th. This is getting out of control. Publisher Team 17 will bring action RPG Batora Lost Haven to PS4 and PS5 sometime in 2022. Multiplayer free roaming racing game Crash Drive 3 will launch on PS4 and PS5 on July 8th, and I think it's coming to mobile as well, so don't even waste your time on that. <laughs> and finally, Gamatsu reported that NIS America announced that several Falcom-developed RPGs will be, will be making their way west on the PS4 sometime in 2023, including The Legend of Heroes, Trails into Reverie, The Legend of Nayuda, Boundless Trails, the Legend of Heroes, Trails of Azure, and The Legend of Heroes, Trails from Zero. Okay, and that is all for the news this week. And I'll now turn it over to Travis for a pretty uh, pretty meaty week of mm. new game releases here. Travis, take it away. On uh, June 21st, we had Cyberpunk 2077. I love that this is on here. Making its return to the PlayStation Store with the disclaimer, do not buy, basically, if you're on PS4. So that's doing great. Great reviews uh, for the guys at CD Project Red. Uh, June 22nd, we have Alex Kidd and Miracle World DX Bunny Parking. It's not Playboy Bunnies, but that would be a lot more fun. <laughs> Dungeons and Dragons Dark Alliance Farm for Your Life, which is uh, about life in North Korea. <laughs> <laughs> Japanese rail sim Journey to Kyoto, uh, which when you get there, you eat hibachi. So it's it's pretty interesting. Uh -huh. we also had olympic games tokyo 2020 which has been done for over a year on june 23rd we have empire of angels stroom front the mutant warfare rail on the vita on the 24th we have b fence b master legend of mana human fall flat which again looks like gangs gang beast is kind of interesting mm -hmm. and on the 25th we have independence day break loop index Mighty Aphid. 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 Okay. Mighty Aphid. Open Country. Scarlet Nexus, which I feel like has already came out. Space <laughs> Explorer VR. Spirit Lucky's Big Adventure. Yeah. Let's see here. Bunny Parking. It's, they really missed an opportunity there to call it Bunny Riding. And then <laughs> love to see a PS Vita game on the list. Vita, Vita means life. Love that. Mm -hmm. Yeah, nice German strum front there. Yeah, it looks cool. Looks like a looks like a cool game. <clears throat> looks like Galaga with guns, some sort of like I don't know. Uh, looks cool. Yeah, we I'm reading a book about how we um, demolished their strum front with shotguns in the First World War, and they're not happy about it. I bet. I bet. I also told you about that motherfucker that got beheaded. <laughs> yeah, you did. <laughs> it happens. It happens. Uh, the la the last thing here, Scar Scarlet Nexus is the big one this week. It's a Japanese action RPG. I played the, I tried to play the demo for it. Awful. It's awful. I don't. I mean, it, it's getting good reviews, but my God, it's not for me. Well, the Yakuza owns all those companies that gives the reviews. So. <laughs> and that's all for the new game releases this week, Travis. So let's begin to wrap the show up here by discussing what we're going to be playing in the week ahead. What we're looking forward to. What do you got? Well, I'm ready to slice some more heads off, maybe hit a couple of guys with some ballistas, which is, oh my God, I got killed three times in a row with a ballista the other night, and it's, I jump every single time, and then my body rolls about 150 meters. <laughs> it does. So anyway, get into that. I want to, I, I don't know, I keep, I want to keep unlocking these different weapons and trying them out, like the, because like I said before, the uh, double-sided sledgehammer was a revelation, did not expect to like that as much as I did. I enjoy the shield fighting as well. Like the shield's a nice touch. You get, it kind of, you know, has a, that game has a really good feel, combat wise. Um, I'll probably throw in some FIFA. I just, I just enjoy um, every now and then, just you know, turning my brain off and yeah. playing soccer and building the roster. It's kind of fun. Um, and I guess we'll probably uh, start on our second playthrough, Operation Tango. Try to get that that platinum. Mm -hmm. And I'm going to read some more into this Ghost of Tsushima add-on DLC rumor. Maybe I can finally read about a rumor um, that won't make my head feel like it's on fire. That would be amazing. <laughs> or like your feet are floating off the ground, yeah. disconnected from your body. Yeah, it's really hard to explain, but you'll know when it happens. Okay. 
Uh, I also am looking forward to hopefully starting our second playthrough of Operation Tango so we can get the platinum. And then I will be finished with Ratchet and Clank this week. I don't see how it couldn't be. And then once I'm done with that, my plan is to move on to Metro Exodus, which I'm very excited about. You got a PS5 upgrade recently. It plays natively on there. So I've got that downloaded and locked and loaded. And that, that's my next adventure after Ratchet. And that should get me through most of the summer at the pace that I get to play games. I would say I also have the DLC for it. So it should take me a good, good while. That's uh, this week really what I'm looking forward to. And I'll probably mix in a little bit of Vita here and there as well. And that's, uh, that's about it. So Travis, let's get out of here. A little bit shorter this week. And that's okay too. If you guys enjoyed the show, don't forget to subscribe so that you never miss an episode right in your podcast feed every Monday. Also, you can subscribe on YouTube if you like, if you prefer to listen there and have the episodes there on Monday as well. And find us at the DualSense Podcast on YouTube. And also, don't forget to reach out to us and talk with us on Twitter. Let us know if you listened to the episode, what you thought. You can find us at the DualSense Pod on there. And then also, more importantly, if you have a friend or a loved one who may enjoy a nice, quick, meaty, playstation podcast like this each and every week then by all means please share us with them we would be much obliged we're gonna get out of here you guys take care stay safe have a good week we'll talk at you next time bye-bye